All right, in this episode of the podcast, I will attempt, I will attempt to figure out the importance of dependability. Dependability might be the most important topic I reference in this entire podcast, and I'll just start there. Dependability, being dependable, allows for trust, and you can't have a relationship without trust. Just think back to when you first started dating. Middle school, high school relationships never last. Let's get back to the relationship. Whether it's a customer or a user of the products, a dealer of the products, the relationship that they have with you as the representative of the brand of the company is everything. It may not feel like it translates. How does this relate to customer service? What's tricky to wrap at least for me at first to wrap my brain around was that everybody I interact with, I only know for a short period. Most of the time, the people that I know that I talk to or work with, I know for less than a day. So why does dependability matter? Why does trust matter when I only talk to them and I only hear from them one day? And for me to figure this out, I had to take myself out of it and think about the customer. There are lifelong users of the product, people that have known what the company is or have bought products the company makes for a year, five, 10, maybe 20 years. They mega fans, mega customers. But the only time that they're ever going to actually interact with the company directly is with that phone call with you or that email with you. That means, at least I like to think that it means, I'm important. And that that interaction is important. So in that interaction, what does dependability allow? It might sound like a weird word, to describe the subject matter that I just laid out. But remember, you can't have trust without dependability and trust is what we're really getting to. The other thing is customers talk. Customers, depending on what industry or depending on the type of person you're talking to, don't wanna go down that road again, but they talk. In our industry, it's on Facebook forums, Facebook groups, and your reputation, even if you just upset one customer, that can go out to a forum, and like I've learned, it can go out to a forum with 10,000 people in it that are all aware of the brand. So, and you never know who has that type of influence. You could be talking to one person that isn't involved in that and then you have another person who is involved in all of the forums and is an influencer of your customer base where you have to choose your words really carefully because they'll nitpick they'll nitpick what your response is and then they'll throw it out there and the narrative it's probably a, a discharacterization of what you and this particular customer were talking about i'll give you an example it might not make sense but I once told a water skier who was trying to warranty one of their products, a water ski that was eight years old, that they had broken, wasn't a manufacturing defect, 
I recommended some repair options that may or may not have included a product called JB Weld. The guy then goes on one of these forums with 10,000 people and says that Radar's response, which is the name of the ski company, we'll go ahead and reveal that too in this episode. Um, Radar's response was throw some JB Weld on it. That's not what I said, but that's now going out and it hurts the reputation of the brand. So that one customer who I sent one email to can then go and influence the perception that 10,000 people have. Moving into the interview portion of this episode, I asked Ashley what she thought the perception was of customers to how the company reacted to the pandemic. Oh my gosh, it's it's still, I'd say it's brought up almost every day still. Uh-huh. And it's interesting, well, side note, like we can't, I'm trying to decide how much of our growth right now is COVID, is no mark product, but also there's the third part of like how much of the pie did we take from them, from the competitors, because they were like, dude, they just screwed us over basically, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think dependability, apparently I can't say it, dependability mm-hmm. is huge. And, and to, I'm trying to think of like certain instances, I don't know if I have a specific one, but from them being able to depend on us. I, I can't think of something almost more important and to know that we're going to give them a straight answer that they know, like that if we say it's two weeks, it's two weeks. We're not going to lie and say, Oh, it'll be here in two weeks. So for them to be able to depend on me and then probably more importantly, like Megan and Ashley, just having, having them to be able to say something and then having your customer service team tell an account or an end user, this is what's going to happen and not have to have them then call me or Brian or Paul or, you know, call Ashley back or their rep. Like if they just, they, if they can depend on us, it's absolutely huge because they, it results in just one answer. Hey, do you have this? Can you, can you get it to me by Friday? I'm going to take this guy's payment. You say yes. And they believe you that's it's, and it makes it everything go faster because it's, it's just a shorter interchange and then you can help other people. And I think that I've never noticed that more than like what you were saying is this summer Mm -hmm. is that they just, they could rely and depend on us. I think it comes down to being a smaller company. It's much harder when you're more corporate and you have bigger structure because you have a chain of command and we sort of break that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is that, I mean, I can't think of a specific, I mean. No, I think, I mean, COVID and the summer and us falling through yeah. for sure was, was huge and um, yeah, good. I think I think for not super specific, but more specific examples are someone calling from a boat or talking to someone and saying, hey, I've got this guy, he's going to buy all this, he wants to make sure he can warranty his vest, and me saying, I promise I'll take care of it, do the deal. That kind of dependability where they can get a very quick answer also and turn it around to a sale. And then sometimes that means, you know, finding the gray area, of which there is a lot. Yeah, for sure. And that concludes the Ashley portion of this podcast episode. What stands out to me from that section of the interview is the quick and straight answer. They've broken the corporate structure to allow for straighter and quicker answers. Because the company's been dependable in the past, it only requires one person to deliver that answer. Somebody calls with a problem, only one person has to deal with it instead of maybe five people having to deal with it 
when five people at the company have to deal with the problem, it slows everything down and the other work that those five people have to do is going to suffer a little bit. So when one person can take care of business, everything goes faster and it runs much more smoothly. The organization. And the customers trust it because they know that we've been dependable in the past. Guys, we're lucky because Academia also agrees with Ashley. We've talked a lot in this episode about trust. And I've got a really interesting source, academic source, on trust. The title of this source is called Customer Trust, Value, and Loyalty in Relational Exchanges. And it was written by Deepak Surdeshamukh, Jardip Sinha, and Barry Sable. This source outlines a four-step process to creating trust, and they argue that trust can lead to value in the relationship, and then that value leads to loyalty, return customers. They think, and what's really great is that this agrees with Ashley and myself, that the three main factors that create trust between a customer and maybe a customer service representative who represents the company are operational competence, operational benevolence, that means meaning well, expressing goodwill behind what you say. And the third is problem solving orientation. Now this mirrors what Ashley was talking about because you have to be competent and what she was trying to get at was you have to be competent to build up those relationships so that they know, and this is where dependability becomes so important, because they'll know that when we say something, we're going to follow through. And we get that by being competent, by being easy to get along with, just like that academic source was explaining. 